All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Golf Boing Podcast. I'm your host, Jackson. I'm here with Nicholas. Yeah, I'm not Sean. It's Nicholas today. No Sean today. I think Sean will be on the next one. And Nick, you're going out of town? Yeah, I'm going up to Lake Geneva. Oh, big surprise. (laughs) Yeah. Going to play some golf. With Mary? Mary I'll see Mary, yeah. I'll see Mary. Uh, Anyways, we just had our best podcast ever. So thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast or you just want to leave a review or a rating, go ahead, do that. Helps us out a lot. We have a decent amount of stuff to talk about today. I kind of like the way the last podcast went where we talked about just interesting stuff and then we gear towards the travelers. Just first statement, Nick, wait, how much travelers did you watch? I didn't watch a ton. I didn't either. This is the first tournament that I haven't watched like a lot. Um, I did watch the final day on Sunday. Got yeah. to see uh, Mr. Streelman. Um, I yeah. I can't. So Nick picked after round one. What did Streelman shoot four under the first round? Yeah. So Mackenzie pulls the sixty, and then well, I don't even know what Streelman was in. He was probably like top twenty because of how loaded it was. I think he was maybe top fifteen. Yeah, something like that. But. He picked Kevin Streelman, and well, Kevin Streelman couldn't buy a birdie on Sunday. No, he was having a rough day. uh, He came in solo second. Um, I know I talked about how easy the course was because Phil. Okay, so Phil finishes tied for 24th. Russell Henley finishes tied for 32nd. But, anyways, we'll talk about that later. Mm -hmm. Ooh, Kevin Knott. Dustin Johnson, he got the win. He's won every year he's played. Which is crazy. It felt like a weird tournament for him to win. I'm not gonna lie. Like just because it was surprised he played. Yeah, surprised he like he would not. I feel like this was like a Kevin Streelman, a Jim Furyk. Like it's like that. I mean, Kevin Streelman won it before, but yeah. And it's just like that type of course where it's like I feel like it's a ball strikers course, not as much of a long guy course. We kind of saw that with the results. So shout out Dustin though. He had a bomb on 18. Yeah, he, I mean, I'm so happy he closed it out. I know, I know the no laying up boys are, we'll get into that beef mm-hmm. in a second, but um, I know they just, unless, according to them, if Dustin doesn't win a major this year, his career is not great. Like, that's just so stupid to say. Like, he has a lot of PGA Tour wins, he's won every single year. He's got one major. Yeah, one major. Could have been two. I was just Should have been team. two. <laughs> the freaking letting Martin Keimer win. Like, he should have been in that playoff. I. It's oh, ridiculous. Should have been three. 2017 Masters. He should have won. Should have won the 2015 U.S. Open. Yeah, I was in, there. I you was were there. there at Pinehurst, right? Martin Keimer. No, not 2015. Or uh, maybe it was 2016 at... Uh, um, Chambers Bay when he three putted. Oh yeah, Mark Keimer didn't three. win that. Though. No, yeah. Spieth won. Okay, yeah, because I know Keimer won the. I guess it was 2015 U.S. Open. Maybe yeah, that was. But Dustin though. Two hybrids in the bag. Did you say he's got two hybrids? He's now. got two. What is he? An old lady? No, it's just. I think the hybrids for like he hits his drivers so long. And he hits his three wood so long, he needs like that gap from four iron. Like that is ridiculous. I mean, he hits his hybrid like two sixty. Yeah, is three, 
and then he's got a four hybrid in the bag, and like that's his two forty club. It's like it's just ridiculous how far he hits the ball. But personally, I like I like have I I only have a four iron. Do I even have enough clubs no. in the bag? <laughs> oh, I was gonna say I don't have a hybrid or a three iron. I. I'm a big fan of hybrids, though. What do you got in your bag? Um, so I've had my two iron for a while, for the past couple of years, and I recently just switched kind of to a hybrid, and I've been like, I've had I've had a hybrid for the past year, but I just haven't used it as much. But now I'm like, I might be full. I might be a man. When you hit a hybrid, good though. It feels so good. And it I sounds just... so good, but I okay. I don't like have okay. If I were to. I, Man, I guess I gotta buy a new club so I can fill that gap. But I would rather, I think when I do that, I'm gonna buy a three iron, not a hybrid, just because of the recovery. I just feel like a three iron compared to a hybrid, I'm gonna hit, if I hit it bad, if I hit a hybrid bad, it's either just scold runner, maybe 50 to 100 yards, or just way right. Mm-hmm. Just way right, but if I have a three iron, I feel like the slice because I have a slice is more or a hook. I've had a hook recently. I feel like they're more controlled with an iron. I mean, yes, and no. like I would say for you, Jackson. Um, oh wait, do you? I can't remember. Do you hit your three wood good? Or yeah, I I used to not, but then I had my yeah. I left my driver in the city for a few weeks, so I only hit three wood. I feel like Sean would be. Good to tell you what club to put in the bag, but I feel like you're a hybrid guy. I'm as hybrid much guy. I don't know, I th- I think I think three irons just gonna be harder to hit in the sense of like you can't hit it out of the rough as much. Oh shit, you can't hit it out of the rough. You're gonna like like I feel like you'd love a hybrid. Hybrids are so yeah. sexy. They're so sexy. Like I think I might be just full on hybrid now. I have a Strixon hybrid in the bag, and I used it in my last tournament and just kind of like. It was a shorter course, so I basically hit that off almost every tee. Damn. So didn't really miss miss any fairways. So wow. How about Brendan Todd? This is so off topic. (laughs) What do you miss? One fairway up until who did he triple? Like twelve? I think he tripled twelve. Something like yeah. Had kind of a speed moment there, but Brendan Todd before quarantine, before COVID, he had two back to back wins. He looked incredible. He still looks pretty incredible. He's a short hitter, though. I wonder what's in his bag. Gotta have a hybrid. He's gotta have a hybrid. He's gotta I feel have like. a hybrid. I mean, Rory's, Rory's got a hybrid, too. The Sim Max. I think that's what Jackson I needs. I think in the that's bag. what I need in the bag. His is Sim Max hybrid. I need a hybrid in the bag. Um, but no, like, I just. I didn't even know who Brendan Todd was. Like, wow. I, I, for, I completely forgot about Brendan Todd before. Like quarantine, like I forgot about him. That he won those yeah. two tournaments. Well, it's so. I just feel like the whole PGA Tour schedule is just so weird now. I, I'm not even like complaining. I just feel like it's so weird. Yeah. I mean, tournament. When does the season start? November, October. I don't. I could not tell you like when the season like, exactly. technically starts anymore. Exactly. Just because of how many schedule changes we've gotten in the past couple of years. I, I like when it starts. First week of 2020, it's in Hawaii for the first few weeks. That's when I say the start of the PGA Tour. Yeah, exactly. That's when we get the Tournament of Champions. Yeah. Kapalua. I'm not complaining, though, about year-round golf because, I mean, realistically, with 
like weather that should be and it is being done i I like like it it. it's just weird i don't know man that's just kind of weird anyways though we have the next week is the rocket mortgage big tournament harris english just tested positive for corona he did not play at the travelers um interesting debate going on here should caddies be allowed uh the purse has not changed i don't know i i feel like that's what's causing a lot of the withdrawals i think we had like eight last week a few caddies probably more than i think it was probably half caddies that actually tested positive I know Brooksy's caddy did, so he withdrew. I just, I don't personally. I, I'll go. I guess I, yeah. I don't like it. I mean, I see the reasoning to like help the spread, but it's just so weird. I, man, I don't know. I feel like caddies are kind of like your coach on the course, and using a rangefinder and a push cart would just be. It would be kind of weird. I think we need caddies just because, like, this is what people seem to kind of forget like this is like them playing for money and this is big amount of money and like a caddy is so crucial to their game i think rangefinders should be allowed that'd be awesome i think that should be not allowed i don't get it i don't get it either but anyway like i don't think people understand how much caddies are like important to these players and like taking that away would like, it's, it's their whole game plan you're fucking up. Yeah, so. and then you're kind of on your own, too. Yeah. You're just completely on your own. I mean, if you're struggling, you at least have your caddy. Relax. You know, let's just stick to the game plan. Mm-hmm. Like, most sports. Yeah. I feel like you need that caddy because there's no coach. No, your, yeah. Your coach doesn't... Your your teacher doesn't go on to the, the round with you. But, you know, in any other sports tournament or any other sports, you have a coach. I mean, I, I just I love the caddies. I don't think this will be a problem though. I think the PGA Tour has done a great job so far. The only thing I don't like, but I guess they can't really do much about it, is like announcing it. Um, I when McCarthy had Corona on after the first round, I didn't know for probably twenty hours mm-hmm. that somebody even who was playing had it and got like and he, he tested positive and he withdrew. Yeah. I think he shot three under round one. So now if you played with him, I'd be tweaking out. I'd be like, damn, I'm fucked. Yeah, I don't know. I'd be kind of pissed, like it's again, it's just such a weird world we live in right now. That like playing golf and like we should just the PGA Tour needs to go for herd immunity. Like, let's just get all like <laughs> let's get somebody who's COVID positive, put every person who's going to play on the PGA Tour in a room, and just get like get it over with. Like, so let's then just, what do you do with the cases that people have gotten it twice? I don't know. Like, you just figure it out <laughs> then. Like, but right now it just feels like every I feel like every single player on the tour is bound to get it. I I would say at the end of the summer I would I would. My guess is that 30% of players and caddies got it. And I think if that number goes over 50, that's a problem. I, But then you have a whole other thing with, like, 
say, Nick Watney, if these guys just clear up, because when the NBA canceled their season, because Gobert got it, he gave it to Mitchell, they, like, yeah, they're struggling, you're sick, not everyone gets symptoms, but it's just bound to happen, I don't know, the cases are bound to happen. It's so weird, it's just like, this world's so fuck that we live in yeah. i just want sport like the go bear th- like that's so long ago like that feels like a year what like when rudy go like sports oh, go bear. Stopped. oh yeah 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 and i don't I know. know it's just even like cases are rising it's just like like i don't want to talk like fuck covid man i just want golf so especially in the summer man it's just ruined the whole summer do you see so we live in chicago chicago opened up phase four last friday I saw on my Snapchat like 30% of people, Wrigleyville, downtown Chicago, having drinks. Yeah, people need to not no masks. No one. Everyone needs to goddamn chill out and like, like, just stay pretty like social, like socially distanced. Like I'm not saying like you have to stay in your house and do everything, but like we still live in a world where there's a pandemic. So like. Make sure that you're in like a close group of like, just socially distance. Oh yeah, I would, I would wear a mask. I I can't believe people don't wear masks, dude. In any other state, I'm sure we're. I'm sure people listen to this being like, I don't wear a fucking mask. Now for for you, mm-hmm. you have you live with your grandma. Yeah. Also, like you kind of just don't want COVID. Me, yeah. yeah. I've asthma. I'd be screwed. I have asthma too. Very bad asthma. So we're. We're, we're fucked. Yeah, dude. we are fucked. I'm like, so the tournament I played in this week was an AM tournament out in Aurora, and legitimately nobody was wearing masks nobody. inside. Oh, God. They let us take out the pins. Oh, God, the pins. Like, I was just, <laughs> I wore my mask during scoring and stuff. And yeah. Like, I'm like, I just don't want to get it. Like, at this point, like, someone's bound to get it here, and like, people just pretend like, it doesn't exist. Uh, not to get like I just it's yeah. crazy. I guess we'll maybe touch on that later when we get into the travelers. But so last podcast we talked about gimmies. Mm-hmm. Now on Instagram to promote the podcast, I posted a video. I don't know if you saw it. It's just like a funny video of a guy just picking up, giving himself every yeah. every putt. Now that got a lot of hate. Like that got a lot of hate. Like you're you're playing golf, bro. Like, put that shit, dude. Again, it's just like I feel like people can play golf. The I don't want to see a ninety a guy who's gonna shoot ninety five have to putt every three footer. Like, fuck, I don't care. But I think it's just to each person. Yeah, it man, it's crazy. I'm I was really actually kind of shocked by all the feedback on that post. Just. I feel like, like pace of play is huge in golf, mm-hmm. especially on a weekend. It's those gimmies free up time because you're playing 18 holes, so it adds up. It adds up. And these like, pe- the time cut. And the course is just packed. Like, it's just so fucking. In- They're so There's got to be a. They're so packed. I just hate that golf takes so long. I think that's my number one like complaint is like I never want to play golf on the weekends because I don't want to play a four yeah, and a half exactly. hour round. and it's more expensive too. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. What is your what's your opinion on shortened golf rounds? 
I love it. I love like COVID two person can only play fifteen minute. Like I think the intervals definitely need to be. You can't be shoving people on there like ten minutes apart. Like it just doesn't work. Yeah, we we played. I played Saturday, four twenty. Somehow it it was a it was a part sixty eight. I want to say so. Shouldn't really take four hours. It took four hours in a cart. Uh, We were waiting every single hole. I, I mean. It's a little different, though, because of COVID. You have more people playing golf because it's outside. You're kind of socially distancing. What would be your ideal hole round? I think realistic. Like, I would sit here and say, like, oh, I want... If it's not being realistic, I'd say two and a half hours because that's how fast I would personally play. Holes. How many holes? What? Or do you still like 18? I like if 18. You, but if you cut it down to like, if you give the option, I've seen a few courses. I think three is kind of stupid. It should be, if you're playing three holes, it should be really cheap. Like super cheap. You can play three holes of golf? Yeah, you can play like three, nine, 12, 15, 18. I feel like playing three holes of golf would be like 20 minutes. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I think my ideal round of golf would be i don't really have a problem with 18 unless i'm walking and it's hot out um but it does just kill so much time i mean i've played a few five-hour rounds this year playing 18 holes it's that just blows. like it when you're out there for more than four hours even yeah it just you're it's like where exhausting. did my day go yeah your day's shot i think um my ideal would be somewhere between 12 and 15 i would say 14 holes we'll make the 14 hole golf league yeah, but then you have another. If you're finishing 14 holes, like what's another hour and a half at that point? You've already killed probably three to four hours. You're like, just send me home. Like yeah, I just so want to finish. I it's, I don't know. Do more golf courses need to be built? I don't. I feel like it's not. I don't know. I think in the areas like we live in Chicago and the suburbs, and those courses get packed. Like, yeah. but if we lived in Wisconsin. Or, yeah, some of these places where it's not, golf isn't, like... So condensed, the population. So that's the problem with us is, like, there's just all the... you Even if you join a country club, you're still going to play super long, like, rounds. And it's just stupid. It's fucking stupid that golf should take... No, golf should not take more than four hours. I'm, like, that is... Four hours is... Maybe 4.15 is fine. Four, four and a half is pushing it. I think it... Man, the endurance. Assuming you're golfing, so it's probably hot. Also, another underrated thing about this whole Corona is no water ever anywhere. They had water in the course. Did they really? Yeah. Oh my god, dude! I, I had. It was not. But here's the thing: it's like it's ninety degrees out, right? Yeah. I'd rather. Yeah, I'd rather drink water and yeah, not die from heat exhaustion than like. In the day, like it's just so weird playing because then you have to, then you have to go to the cart lady or inside the pro house clubhouse and get beverages. Like when we played this weekend, I always forget to bring water and then I have to buy probably two drinks just because you can't refill it. You're so you just finished nine holes, you're exhausted, you're sweaty. One drink, you can pound that drink, especially if it's a water, you'll pound that in a few minutes. Yeah. Then you gotta buy another. And then you're rationing drinks. 
And it's like I'd rather ration purchase drinks and just have nonstop water. Give us water. Just give us water back. I'd say I run out of water on six Mm -hmm. every time I play. Like six holes. I'd say just do water, no cups, and that like Yeah, no cups. You just have to do it. Like maybe prof I maybe if they had hand I guess you could do jugs, offer hand sanitizer or um, sanitation wipes, and then have it maybe six and twelve yeah. or six and fourteen. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's like the virus is not as spreadable on like surfaces and stuff like that. So you don't have to be as. I mean, you still got to be careful. Yeah, but like the odds of it happening you know it's, at the end of the day i'm like i'm not gonna die i don't want to die of like a heat stroke then risk like just getting covid like like yeah, uh, hopefully it's soon I, hopefully that issue soon i don't even i highly doubt that's an issue anywhere else no other than this state no i bet you they have water everywhere no. and another thing is actually we'll talk about travelers after this because you're a country club boy uh, semi-private so it's public but yeah should range balls be included in your play like, yeah maybe like 15 20 i think a lot of public courses do it or I've never or, had sorry that. nice public courses oh yeah a lot of the shittier public ones won't but okay. yeah i think like i like hitting balls just like to warm up before and i think yeah, just yeah. going out there maybe you put it i would say you include 20 free range balls because at, at that point, you're really, you got to, like, is that that tornado siren? Dude, I thought so, but I don't know. Maybe. I don't That's know. weird. But anyways, um, I like, I feel like if you put it at 20, it gives more incentive to buy more. Like, because you don't really, like, 20 range balls is fine. It's like a tease. Like yeah, it's a them. tease. Yeah, it's like a free trial. Yeah. And then I think you should have the option to buy more, obviously. But I, I feel like 20 range, 25, 25 range balls included should just become industry standard. Yeah, I I think it should too. Uh, I don't think there's any reason for, I guess some courses just want to, I don't think there's that many people who are going to be like, oh, I really have to buy range balls. Like, I want to buy range balls before I go play. Yeah, They're exactly. Just be like, fuck yeah. it. And you're more likely to get that person to get on the range. Like, oh, I know I want to hit like 10 or 15 more, but yeah. So then maybe with that in mind, 15 speed stuff up, can get there a little early, maybe a half hour, hit some balls, grab a few bevs and then get out there. But I guess what? Oh, no, you go. No. Cause I was going to say, let's talk about travel. Uh, I was going to say, I haven't paid for range balls at all this year, ever since joining a country or like a semi-private club. Like I just yeah, hit balls so there nice. before or, the courses, the tournaments I play, and they all provide balls before. Okay, yeah, a tournament. And then yeah. a lot of the courses that I play, yeah. where I just don't hit range balls before. Like, there's just no point in like if I'm not gonna pay for them. If I if they're not included, I'm not paying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I mean, that's nothing we can do, but hopefully that becomes a thing. Yeah. Like the starts, nice course, and then it starts with golf balling. It starts with golf balling. But anyways, we'll talk about the travelers. If you listen to Thursday's podcast, you'll know this is not my favorite tournament. This is honestly probably my least favorite tournament in the whole tour. Wow. Yeah. I like it. I feel like it could be a much better tournament. I think that they... I don't understand. I just don't understand. I like... Okay. Winner, Dustin Johnson, 19 under. 
Uh, maybe we'll do top 10. Top 10, top 11 gets you, if you're 13 under, you're, you're tied for 11th. I feel like what's the issue in making the pins harder on the weekends? Why Why isn't that a thing? Are they... I, I man, I don't know. Cause you don't think the course was hard enough, or what? Are you I don't to think say? it was hard enough, and I think that at Colonial, different course, scores weren't even that low. So you're like the same score from RBC. No, RBC had several players under twenty. That's like super weird. That's so. So yeah, so I don't have a problem. This was playing easier technically than RBC. Yeah, this was playing harder. I guess. I guess, I mean harder. Yeah. yeah, yeah, harder than the RBC, but. At the RBC, it also rained, and it was super soft. It rained? Yeah, it did rain, and it was very soft. But, man, I don't know. I don't I don't like the 20-unders at every single tournament. I just don't. I feel like – and we'll see that soon because these are all, like, lower-key tournaments after the Masters. I feel like we'll get a good glimpse of it when we go to Ohio for the Memorial. I think you're still going to get 19, 16-under – 1600, that's different though than 22, what Webb wanted at, or 23. At the end of the day, who doesn't like people? If you're, there's not much more you can do to make these courses like harder or like. I'm just saying the pins were way too easy yesterday. At the end of the day, like, I want to see people making birdies. But I understand you want to see people like mess up too. Yeah, I think what I'm, I think, I guess what I'm saying is. If you're playing great, that is like you're. It's the weekend, uh-huh. so you already made it past the first cut, and I feel it should be a little more difficult than the first two rounds. And I think it was. Yeah, nobody yeah. went ten under. Yeah. Look at the scores: three under, six under, a few sixes. It was way harder yesterday compared. Yeah. I just, dude, I don't know. I don't like it. I just feel like I, I. it's hard to, like, explain it other than if you – maybe this wasn't the best, but at Heritage on Sunday, everybody – if you are above 65, you're not winning that tournament. Whereas it was just, like, I don't know. I want to see people stand out. Mm-hmm. I want it to be like, okay, Dustin Johnson and Streelman are at 18 and 19 under. They played incredible rounds. They put together four great rounds. They're that low. And I'm all for making birdies, but I feel like the birdies should... Like, Brendan Todd's collapse, I feel like, is the biggest collapse so far on Sunday in the three tournaments that we've played. Mm -hmm. Just because he was significantly over par. But when you... Take for a major, for instance, you have your top 10, maybe the top six or seven stay under par, but then you have like three guys who shoot 75, 76, they're struggling. Yeah. Whereas the winning score is maybe, if if you're in the top five heading into the final round, maybe a 67 gets it done, and then you have the guys who played great, they got off early, like Fratelli last week, <laughs> nine under. They're kind of in the hunt, but the top. I like seeing the leaders fall. That's, I guess, the point I'm going towards. Yeah, I mean, if you're not playing great, no, I get that. And Brendan was not playing great, and he didn't. And in the end, he shot a pretty shitty score. So, yeah. and, and that's that's what I like. 
Man, I don't know though. I, I see I see the point because birdies means more fun, yeah. which means more viewers. Uh, maybe maybe my new point is that I hope the majors aren't like this. Yeah. I love seeing the U.S. Open. I love seeing the they're British Open. Be, they're gonna be hard. That they better be hard, man. We're gonna get winged foot, which should be a fun track. Yeah. So, so do you think going off that? Do you want to join the debate on fifteen? Um, at the Travelers, is it too easy? Is it too hard? Should they get rid of the rough because no. it stopped golf balls? No, I um, do want to explain a yeah, little bit. So, um, so I'll give you a little background. NLU, um, the Twitter and podcast, I guess maybe Insta. I don't know the brand. The brand. The brand. Um, got into a little debate with a lot of huge debate. A huge debate with golf Twitter teaching Twitter with like Scott Fawcett. I'm a Scott Fawcett disciple um, and some other guys. And basically NLU said that they need to get rid of the rough strip on 15 because it's making the hole too easy. 58 golf balls got stopped in the rough, which was probably to do with like how wet the course was and not as much with like the rough strip was the saving grace. But Basically, Scott Fawcett has like a whole course management system and said, no, if you get rid of that like rough strip, nobody's going to go for the green. So like yeah. you're going to stop people from like actually trying to. And that wasn't that hole was averaging at like a three point eight nine scoring average. So it wasn't playing like extremely easy. easy. Yeah. 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 Um, so basically, NLU became very mean and started like saying like just trying to discredit them and just talking out of their ass so you know i almost i almost was like i was just getting upset because you know i'm a scott fawcett guy ride or die and he you know if you're listening to scott which you're not but <laughs> um you know, like it's just he's just he's talking straight facts like yeah even bryson dechambeau like i credit my game to scott fawcett yeah. and stuff like that so because yeah, i i'm a I'm not a big podcast golf guy, mm-hmm. but the only one I listen to every single week, either a preview or a recap, is No Laying Up. I feel I, – I saw a tweet about it. I feel like they don't – we were kind of just talking about this before we started this podcast. When they're wrong, they don't really give a fuck. Mm-hmm. They're right. They don't care. Like, they really just try – like, I think they talk out of their ass I a lot. I feel like – yeah, I, I just think it – it's just they have so many listeners, and then you think you have this important voice where you're just correct. Just admit that you're wrong. I think that's the thing that kind of really bugged me. Or even if you don't admit that you're wrong, like, I guess don't say, don't try to be like a troll and say, ah, oh, your opinion, like, is stupid or sucks or like, that, that's just not the point. I love, like, I really like NLU's content, even, like, YouTube and stuff like that. Yeah. I've never listened to a full podcast because I wow. don't think I could. Wow. Um, but, yeah, that's just my personal opinion. So, no, like, shots to any of them, but just admit that you're wrong. Really quick, what is the, what's the golf podcast you listen to all the way through? Scott Fawcett. Really? But he doesn't really do, like, he does podcasts through... There's not really a ton of golf podcasts I feel like I can, except for golf balling that I can <laughs> listen through because like foreplay. Ugh. Um, I kind of like, dude. Oh my god, I watched the um, 
the Kevin Kisner match. Yeah. I was I watched the whole thing. I think I like their it. YouTube some of their yeah, YouTube, YouTube content. Yeah. Because it's but sometimes they get like you're close with Tiger and like their whole video idea was like I'm gonna shake Tiger's hand and like that's a video and it's like stupid or I don't wanna see Riggs can Riggs break par or like what's Riggs doing on one hole at like Harbor Side? Like that's just stupid to me. It's like you have so I think no or foreplay could do so much more with the content and like Yeah. What they can do, like I used to think it was completely unlistenable, and then I listened to the one with Fitzpatrick. Thought that was a great podcast. I see. I like the off-topic debate. I I I like it. I like when they now when other sports come back. That's a whole different thing because they talk a lot about especially hockey. Now, there's no problem with they're that everyday golf podcast whereas i feel like their takes are just so crazy like Riggs getting upset web simpson won i feel like they're just under i i feel like other than i like trent yeah i like trent i don't trent's like the level most lovable person yeah. in the world now Riggs, i would say only has the job because of he's related to, to portnoy frankie I do not like, and I'm coming around to Lurch. I just don't see why they picked those guys. I don't know how Frankie got involved. Like, I think that still baffles me. Yeah, I, Trent. Like, I think Trent's actually Trent's cool. I think he's he knows he's shitty at golf. He's a lovable but, loser. Yeah, he's great. I mean, I and then Riggs is just. Oh. I I'm I think. They're still spreading the game, which is great, though. So I'm done bashing on foreplay. Unless they do something stupid, yeah. like complain that Webb Simpson won, which I did not like at all. Yeah, I, like I mean, stupid. you know what? I, I don't want to... No hate to anybody. Just expressing, like, yeah. our opinions, too. I like Shotgun Start. I think they're great, too. But um, that's super off topic. Back to your original question. I think I... Definitely agree, especially with 3.89 scoring average. 15 was not too easy. Like, Scott Fawcett was literally pumping out stats, like, yeah, left he, and right. like, And no laying up was just like, I'm not listening to this. They don't really care about those advanced stats, and which like, is weird because they're a big stat podcast. Yeah, and, like, if you're going to talk about any – Scott Fawcett's, like, just kind of – Sean would disagree with me because I don't know. He, he, I guess he's not a Scott Fawcett guy, but yeah. Um, I, I, I just another thing is this is my biggest point. I don't care if 15's too easy. Yeah, that's a golf course, mm-hmm. and there are easy holes. There are harder holes. There are holes to birdie, and there are holes you exactly. you try to par. Like you can just use Augusta as a reference. Let's say. Let's use Amen Corner. Mm-hmm. 11. I'd say all of Amen Corner, you're kind of trying to get around one under par if you can. You're trying to pretty much par them all, not hit in the water, not make a big score. Then you come to 15, nice par, par 5. Or is it 11 that's the par 5? No, 11 is the, um, the hard dog. dog leg right. 12 is the hard dog leg left. Hard, yeah, water, okay, so water. 12 is a par 5, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's like a birdie eagle hole. Like, don't tell me that's not an easy hole. Like, but if you don't hit that first shot right, if you hit that first I shot mean, left and you're into the into the creek, you're fucked. 
I see, but I'm it's saying not like an extremely hard driving hole though. Maybe not Amen Corner because that's like a hard stretch of holes. But at, like my point is, no, Amen Corner, you're trying to get out at yeah. like even par, and if you birdie, that's great. Fifteen is the birdie hole. Sixteen, a little more of a birdie hole. Sixteen can be a birdie hole. I mean, Augusta is not like a crazy. I mean, it's a tough course, but it's not the like hardest golf course these guys are gonna play. Yeah, I, I think the way they set it up. Makes yeah. it that, which is why the Masters is so great. Um, but just as a reference, like 15 at Augusta, are they going to say, make the water bigger? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like I, You go to any golf course, you look at the handicap index. That's not even like, that shouldn't even be the sign. Just yardage, just based off yardage, like, this is a hole to try and birdie. Just like number 15 at the Travelers. You hit it in the rough. I, these guys, man, if you go for the green and you hit it in the rough, like, who cares? You're chipping for eagle. At the, at the end of the day, like, I want to see I want to see holes. I love a course that has, like, one drivable par four. Oh, for sure. Like, that is... They should have that. Or one hole where it's like, okay, I can go... Like, I can either lay up or I can try to risk it and yeah. drive the green. Like, I like... Yes, give me that. I like the, I like the drivable par fours with water kind of surrounding Ooh. the back yeah. or the side of the green. Yeah, like left is water, so if you miss it, just yeah. like 15 feet left, you're just yeah. in. I like that. But like, then you're chipping for eagle, and you just get up and down for a par. Mm-hmm. It, it just... Okay, here, today, or in my tournament last week, there's a, a really short par four, the first, or not really short, but this one guy in my group hit driver, I hit hybrid, I laid up. I had about like ten feet for birdie, and he had he ended up sculling one over the green and ended up making bogey. Wow. And he was greenside. So like again, anything can happen. Yeah, and if you're walking away with a bogey, you're probably not happy. No. If you're walking After, away from bogey on fifteen at Travelers, you're not happy. No, at all. So, uh, you know, shout out Decade Golf if you can. Scott Fawcett isn't paying us or anything, but go. Go check that out if you actually want to improve your game. So that's my one free. I just yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that um, I don't think that professionals or teachers and podcasters should debate. No, <laughs> I, I think that facts are facts, stats are stats, podcasts are opinion, and I I just. Especially when you dive into those advanced statistics. Yeah. Like, it's... You can't... If you can't break park and... I doubt, like, any of those guys have really, like, broken par a lot. Like, I'm not even saying, like, consistently, but... Like, if you're not, like, below scratch, like, don't start talking about, like, you need to make it harder. Like, don't get into that type of debate. Yeah. I think... Man, I don't know. I just don't... I don't like that debate at all i think that was just so stupid they didn't spend too much time on it on the podcast probably free promo and they're wrong i mean just it i don't know but i still like nlu like as still will listen every week to one of them i know you're probably not you're more of a sports podcast yeah, guy though, like so I'm that's a, a little different i'm a barstool pmt yeah i've been hey i've been a pmt guy since the legit first episode that aired in like 2000 16 or I don't remember or 2015 damn no no 2016 it was the Cubs because their first season it was Kyle Schwarber 
towards ACL, and they had like Doctor James Andrews. Uh, oh, like wow. I could tell you. Yeah, I remember we went up after a, a tournament. I think it was the first tournament of the senior senior season. We drove up to Geneva for the night, mm-hmm. and the next day, I think that was the first time I listened to part of my take. Great podcast. Though. Great podcast. Like, everyone tries to emulate them. I know we tried to emulate them. Like when we first we did, tried, yeah. When we first tried first... to do. We even still do stuff like that. Yeah. Like, it's just goofy. Yeah. It's great. But so we're not barstool haters. No, we love barstool. We're, we're foreplay. We're just like indecisive on foreplay. Yeah. So I mean, we'll wrap it up with more travelers because I feel like we didn't really talk about the travelers. Yeah, but like, who cares? Like everyone. Dude, saw I don't the know, travelers. man. I just am not a fan of this tournament. But I, let's shout out Kevin Streelman for that shout second out place. Kevin Streelman, also Will Gordon. Got ex- his um got an exemption for the week. Let's go. Ties for third. Mackenzie Hughes, man, that that dude is a baller. Tied for third as well. Kevin Nah, coming in fifth place. Then we got we got a few on the randomer side names. Bryson tied for six, fifteen under, only shot two under on Sunday. I I watched. Of the golf I watched on Sunday, I watched most of Bryson's mid-round. He was not playing great. I know you're going to be happy about this next name. Doc Redman. Yep. Tied for 11. Yep. He is playing great golf. I've he's, told you. He's playing great golf. Scott Foss, a disciple right there. And I'll put him right with Joel Damon. Those two, they got next. Yeah, I, 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 I will say Doc Redman wins a tour event this year. I hope so. Yeah. I'm gonna guess the 3M Open in Minnesota. That's your. Oh, early. okay. That's soon. Yeah. Is that two? I think that might be two tournaments away. Yeah. That's like, it's coming up, but like yeah. I, Matthew Wolf got his first victory there. Doc Redman, 2000. Yeah, it'd be a storybook. How about Patrick Cantlin? He he's won. No, he? just winning the 3M. Oh. He would. That's a yeah. That's, that's a, a Cantley tournament. tournament. He's yeah. playing great golf though. Victor Hovland tied for 11th. Abraham Answer. You know I love Abe. I think Abe's. I think Abe's gonna be so good. I we're getting a lot of. I mean, Deshambo's just been ridiculous. The like he's, he, he's ridiculous, dude. I think he should be number one in the world right now. He is my he personal. Is, I, soon, probably. What is he? Three, four. I, just he is not on his A game, and the fact that he I'd forget the stat. I feel like he's seventy under sixty or seventy under in the last probably fifty. 70 is probably pushing it way. I feel like he's 60 under in the last five tournaments, but then you're counting pre-COVID. He's got to be definitely under 30 for the last three tournaments. His last five tournaments, he finished tied for sixth, tied for eighth, tied for third, fourth, second, tied for fifth. It's it's unbelievable what he's doing. I, dude, I am so shocked he did not. He has not won a, one of these. I think he's tenth. He's only tenth in the world in right the world, now. Yeah, yeah. That sounds right. I think we talked about that last time too. I, he's, I personally think he's better than Patrick Cantley. Oh Adam yeah, Scott, I think so too. Patrick Adam, Reed. Yeah. I mean, Webb's Webb's pretty good. But. I just think as far as closing goes, with, I think Cantley is a great golfer, but he's so young as well. I just think, I mean, Bryce is obviously got the distance. I know you're a big Rory guy, but I don't think Rory is number one in the world. Dude, Rory. That's just. Rory's struggling. I won't lie. The tie for 11th this week was beautiful. Like, where where did he get 
Well, he, he won a lot last year and the year before that, so he's a great golfer. Canadian Open. The thing the about Rory is the, Rory wins the, the tour championship. Yes, he wins the important one. World Golf Championship. Yes. That's not a, like you Those can't tell me the Canadian term. Open's freaking okay, important. But that that was a weird one because I remember when Rory won that, it was it was kind of weird because he I don't know during it's, the Canadian Open, I'm kind of expecting a Canadian to win. Just because of strength and numbers. I don't know. I just personally, I think if we're talking about after quarantine, let's give a ranking of after quarantine. Like, if you took if golf started for the first time, like all rankings just restarted. Who would be your top five golfers right now? Bryson. Yeah. Probably go. I man, I want to say Webb, but that miscut um, at Colonial. I would say, man, dude, I don't, I want to put Cantley at two. <laughs> I, I think I had got to give it to DJ just for the win. He got cut he, at the Colonial. Yeah, too. but he was what? What did he shoot round one? He was, I think he was like seventy-eight uh, places behind first. I think he's picked. It. I, I would agree. I would, so just because, just basing it like post Corona, I, I don't think that anybody other than Bryson really. I think at number three, I would put Abe. Maybe at... No, I guess I would have to go three Webb because of the win. And then four Abe. Number five? Dude, honestly, I would put either Redmond or Damon in that. Just because they're they're slinging it right now. They're playing great golf. They're young. And they're putting together four good rounds of golf. But they just need... I mean, Doc shot, what, 700 yesterday? Yeah. 63? Where's Doc in the... I'm trying to look where he is. I feel like Joel did that um, last week. I just think that they're so close that maybe they need... Since Doc had that 700, maybe he needs another 700. And then... He's four, four he's four. 123rd in the world. But That's crazy. Carl, Charles Schwab tied for 58th, tied for 21st, and tied for 11th. Like, solid. Yeah. But I'd go right now. My top five would be Bryson, Dustin... Um, did Justin Thomas even play this week? No, I missed a cut. Oh, he missed. He played this week. Yeah, you know what? I he finished tied for tenth, tied for eighth. I'd go. Yeah, JT. I'd go. Okay, so Bryson, Dustin, JT, Webb, and I'd give it to Patrick Cantley. Well, yeah, actually, no, Cantley didn't even play the week before. His last, he just played Travelers. What do he? He didn't play Colonial. No, or RBC. So I wouldn't give it to Cantley. I'd give it to... He's had a great year, though. But yeah, this is post. But, he, he, like, at that same... with yeah, I'd give it to Xander he... Shoffley. Okay. Okay. But... I like Xander. Yeah, I mean... Is it Xander's year? No. Because he doesn't finish, but... Alright, let's... I guess we'll wrap it up with a first major prediction. Wow, Ricky's 31st in the world right now. Wow. Okay, anyway, go. Yeah. PGA Championship. I'm giving it to Bryson. Or Brooks. I can see that. TPC Harding. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with PGA Championship Bryson. Or... Let's do an underdog. We'll do an underdog. I just... Gary Woodland. Oh, God. <laughs> He's a good golfer. He's a good golfer. I was expecting more of like a Patrick Cantley or a Xander. 
No, I'd go like you know what Tony Finau. Oh okay, my let's god, go Tony dude! Finau. I am so sick of picking Tony Finau to win major championship. I'm so sick of picking Tony Finau think, to win golf tournaments. Yeah, actually, and, not Tony Finau. You know what? Well, okay, but when it happens and you call that, then it's like finally, let's go. Yeah. Fuck, I don't know who to choose. I had one, but you know, Doc Redman wins his PGA championship. <laughs> Doc Redman. Yeah. How about Victor Hovland? Hovland. I don't think he wins a major yet. Okay. How about a tournament this year? I don't I see could, it. I, I, don't I, don't see, don't, I don't see him winning, but I, I just think because of the field. Yeah. I, I just think a little too. He's still stacked. really good. But. Yeah. The, but, you know, we'll get ready for the Rocket Mortgage next week. And um, Here, let me give you guys my predictions because I won't be here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Next podcast. So, um, your winner um, is going to be. I don't even know who's playing in the field, and I'm not going to even look. Oh, my God. Um, as prepared as it gets. Colin Morikawa. Colin Morikawa. No, eh, fuck it. I, I, I'm gonna go Doc. I'm gonna go Doc. Redman Doc Redman wins the Rock and Morgan. That'd be I cool. don't know. I'll hopefully he's in it. <laughs> yeah, we'll see who. Yeah, it's too early to pick, but yeah, Sean and I will will do a preview. Yeah, maybe I'll send a pick. I think we have um, Golf Rabble coming on or uh, Lexus Fox. So Thursday should be a pretty good. This was very low key. Yeah, we're actually in a different spot today. I think that kind of is throwing me off. Yeah, to be honest. I'm feeling like off your game. I'm feeling just calm and reserved, and like I don't know. So usually, you know, we always do it in my basement. Yeah, and the lighting's good. It's what's wrong with you? There's there's nothing wrong with today's lighting. It's just a different place, and it's just you and I. So yeah. it's a little different. It's kind of romantic. Yeah, you could say that. We got the home alone. Yeah, us for ourselves. Anyways, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for the support. On the last few podcasts, please subscribe and then give us a rate or review if you feel like it. We greatly appreciate any rating or review. Helps us out a lot. So uh, thanks for listening and uh, tune back in for Thursday. Do it.